Radio. I think there's a good amount of guys that have like low hanging fruit, and yeah. and like I don't know. I mean, I don't know how you deal with that shit. <laughs> Moral of the story is uh, floppy fever balls. No fun at all. <laughs> all right, let's get into these episodes. Welcome to Super Movie Brothers. Let's start the show. Super Movie Brothers. I'm your host, Super Movie Brother Dave. I'm your host, Super Movie Brother Jay. And it's top five times. <laughs> Gotta get the DJ horn in we there. We love it. I get excited for top fives. Uh, me and Jay like just literally had like an hour-long conversation about uh, where things should go on this list for this top five list, what puts them on the list, everything like that. Should... Should the same director have number one and two spot on this list? And we decided, fucking A. Why not? Who cares? <laughs> yeah, I mean, we, but again, we, we, we decided to not use cars. Right. Yeah, we had some this rules action. this time. Yeah, we had we some didn't, rules. We didn't use cars uh, because I feel like vehicle chases as an action sequence, that's that's its own fucking entity. That's its own list. Because it is. Oh. Yeah, it is. It, it is. When so you really think about it, it really is. Because there's if, so much out there. There is. If there's vehicles involved in it, it's not going to be on this list. Um, if, if you know, if, if it's a car chase and stuff like that. Also, I kept things like the T Rex, you know, escape in Jurassic Park out of this because I feel like to me that less of an action sequence and more of like a thriller sequence. Like that's that's a thriller, you know. Like, and again, uh, you know, some things with like uh, tension-filled moments with some. You know, you can say some quote-unquote action in it. Uh, not really 100% action scenes. Well, you can say it. You you, you had know, Mission Impossible, I, I was, uh, the Langley I, heist I was contemplating it. having Mission Impossible 1's uh, Langley heist right. sequence. You know, with the but wire dropping, from that whole thing, that, yeah. that, that whole ordeal. Um, I was considering that one, and, and we ultimately cut that one. So... Um, and again, everybody, I apologize for my voice. I'm I'm getting worse and worse as we record. Yeah, this uh, is a, we're, we're we're having to cut still our not recording too well. My here. throat is pretty weathered. But I need, uh, I, need I need Jay like a hundred percent for for next week. Oh yeah. Hey, if you need something to, to to coat the inside of your throat, I got your throat lozenge right here. You dirty boy. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Uh, so so no, we we did have some rules for this top five list, and this top five list this time around is our top five action sequences. So without any further delay, let's get into it. All right, Jay, why don't you kick kick us right off with our number five, right. one of your choices to be on the list. Yeah, Children of Men, Born in Battle. I've forgotten what they look like. They're so beautiful. They're 
Yeah, so this, talk about it, baby. This film had a lot of really brilliant jaw-dropping and shockingly realistic, you know, how the fuck did they pull that off type action right. sequences. Quite Very a bit. cool Quite a how bit. like the movie is so dramatic and then hits you with these moments of action and it, it you know, it keeps you in the drama, but right. it's also a stark reminder of the reality of the world that's going on within this movie. Yes. And a lot of long takes uh, throughout the whole film, you know. Uh, but what in particular is a very long take of uh, our, our protagonist, Mr. Clive Owen. And, you know, it watches him go up into this building while, you know, war battle is going on all around him. And he is able to protect the girl that he is assigned to protect because she has the last child um about to you know give birth deliver the baby try to bring this baby to safety you know and how this shuts down the whole war and battle sequence because the baby's crying and it's just silence and they're just quietly walking away until some knucklehead lets loose again and, and then it all goes back to how it was before but it just goes to show like how so some of these people have never even seen a baby before, you know, these kids, because it's been so long. And uh and, and and it's right at the end of the towards the end of the movie, and you know, you've gone through so much, and it's such a great, powerful scene. And um, you know, I, I and I really always have adored this movie from and and just tried to sing its praises from the time it came out, and I think in 07 or whatever it was. Um, but love this movie, love the scene, and I know Dave does as well. I absolutely do. I, I love this movie, but I know you love it more, which uh, I was uncharacteristically quiet while you were describing it, because uh, I know how much you love this movie, uh, and, and, and I think you you are one of its biggest, uh, I don't even have to say defenders, people, I think, who see this movie universally love it, but it is, again, one of those like underseen movies, even though it's it's caught on its cult following mm-hmm. um, over the years, it's still very much like an underseen movie. I still talk to plenty of people who are movie movie buffs, movie fans, who are like, I've still never seen Children of Men. Yeah, it's, like, well, it's, it's must-watch viewing, I it think. Is. It, it really is. It really is. Um, especially as a film buff, especially even if you're a sci-fi guy, you know? Um you know, there's so much in this, and, and it's, oh, yeah. it's good stuff. It's really good stuff, really powerful. And there's and there's a marijuana in it called strawberry cough, where if you <laughs> smoke it and then you cough, uh, it tastes like strawberries. And uh, Michael, Michael Caine describes Kain. it so perfectly. Uh, strawberry cough. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jay. Uh, art number four. Uh, this is an entry I think both you and I can agree on. Comes from Quentin Tarantino, and it is Kill Bill Volume One: The Bride. Versus the crazy 88. You didn't think it was going to be that easy, did you? You know, for a second there? Yeah, I kind of did. Silly rabbit. Tricks are for kids.
apologize for the length of that, but Jesus, you just don't cut off the RZA score. Now, because this is action sequences, I can't, I can't just say like the entire fight because the entire fight is the last third of the movie sure uh specifically i'm talking about that moment where after she just defeated i I guess it's about eight of the of the crazy 88 who just happened to be there with oreni she and then the doors just bust open and all of the rest of the crazy 88 come flying through and uh johnny mo uh who is playing who's being played by chai ha lee is right up in front and he's got that dope bamboo stick that just like <laughs> separates into two swords yeah and he just Gaga! and they all go flying in at her and it's this moment that i was explaining to jay like this is where the kill bill franchise or well the kill bills uh you know the movie essentially the whole bloody affair makes that change from badass badass woman going out for revenge and when we get that very realistic like fight scene between her and vivica a fox in the beginning uh to the outlandish action adventure that it that it that it is uh in this moment because she's fighting them all off uh and at one point she snatches the eyeball out of someone's head and it immediately cuts to black and white. Right. Uh, and as she's like doing this, this fight, she's doing some crouching tiger, hidden dragon shit as she's bouncing, as, she, as she's going up the, uh, going up the, the pillars and, and, and jumping up the stairs. And there's even a moment where she break dances, where she literally is spinning on her shoulders and swinging the sword at people's legs and yeah. taking them off at the ankles. And it's just, it was so joyful. <laughs> I gotta say it, to watch, um, but also it's, like poetry yeah, emotion. It's, it's action porn. It's it's poetry emotion. It's it's everything. You know, like Quentin Tarantino. I don't think could ever top this. You know this no. whole this whole mess of killing. I mean, it it, it is so beautiful and and so fun and. Fun funny and engaging and different and unique and original you know at the time you know and there's so many kills and so and many I, different unique kills you know in the same time it's just it's unbelievable and then of course it's really it, unbelievable. it ends with her spanking a a, a young kid with the atori <laughs> hanzo sword and I, I do love her line at the end of this where she she tells those of you who are lucky enough to be alive may keep your lives but your limbs belong to me <laughs> as there's like yeah. arms and legs just, strewn just all streaming out blood and <laughs> people are crawling around crying and yelling. It's so good. I absolutely love it's it. Wild. Um, it's wild. Wh- it's so wild. It is. I, I, I like these action set pieces because like the, the thing that makes a great action sequence to me is, is, a, is a moment that can be watched outside of the movie itself. And I can turn this on without knowing, without knowing who the bride is, without knowing the entire rest of the whole bloody affair that's going on in this movie. And I can just watch Uma Thurman taking out these room full of the crazy 88 and still go away being like, that was fucking awesome. You know what I mean? Like, I don't need the context for the story to be anything else than that. Yep. All right, Jay, what's our number three? Avengers Endgame. A worthy cap.
Yes. It's the moment in the MCU we were all waiting for. We all couldn't figure out why if Thor's worthy, why the fuck isn't Cap worthy? And, of course, we all find out, indeed, Cap is worthy. You know, uh, this is another one, like Kill Bill, where we can't just say the entire, you know, fight against Thanos at the end. Because, again, it's the entire uh, last third of of the movie. Um, But I think this is the moment that has, like, the most, like emotional resonance and it's the moment that like you know the way the score just builds up boom boom yeah. boom 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 and like the, we see the hammer rising we're like oh man where's it going to and it does that and it, and it, it gets oh. in cap's hand oh. and i have never been in a place and i've said this so many times but i've never been in a place where so many people watching express the exact same emotion at the exact same time audibly yeah. it was like being in a studio audience it's, and and honestly, it's telling us how to react and yes, we all did it <laughs> it was i can't remember the last time anything like that happened I remember the the dude the next to me uh, damn near I mean, fainted. Like he was literally like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> like it finally <laughs> happened. And, it happened. And, it, and, and to be honest, like I saw I think two or three times in the theater, and it happened every single goddamn time. Every it was single- incredible. The audible gasp, and then it won't happen the again, s- Dave, for right, such no, a long no. time. I mean, but I still it still kills me every time. But I love the audible up. gasp of people like, <gasps> and then and then the sigh of relief, uh, and then also like that that sigh just goes, oh, yeah, because yeah. <laughs> it's so satisfying, and, and, and the giddiness too. Like you don't know how to yeah. control yourself. You're trying to re- you're trying to stay restrained so you don't like interrupt other people's enjoyment. But at the same time, you're like you're 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 fanboying like a motherfucker. Oh, for sure. But also, like, one of the things I love is, like, Cap gets the hammer, and he immediately knows how to use it. Now, some people are like, that's ridiculous. But to me, it's like, Cap's a soldier. He knows how to use just about every type of weapon that he picks up. He's a super soldier. So that means that Cap sat there, and every time he's watched Thor use the hammer, he's made a mental note of, like, I'm going to get that hammer. And when I do, I know what I'm going to do with it. <laughs> yeah. Because he the, the way he comes running on Thanos and he's spinning the hammer just like Thor and it's doing that whoop, 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 yeah. and he hits Thanos with it. He calls the it back. Ooh. Yeah. And then he throws it up in the air and he calls the lightning down and points the hammer right at Thanos and the lightning strikes him. Like he takes it to Thanos fucking hard. And you know, like Thanos had to, had to step his game up just a match cap just for a little bit as cap got those godlike abilities and um yeah ultimately he does get taken out but you know that's what leads us to the heart of this movie when all of them come together and, yes. and that's kind of like where it ends and we get the beautiful on your left and yep. you know black panther shows back and up the, the whole the, avengers the, the, the whole thing. other the additional emotional uh Oh you my know, god! Moment number two. <laughs> yeah, I remember. Like, I I just remember like the the way like people were all coming in. We hear on your left, people like are like, oh my god, Sam's there, blah blah blah. And we see like we see Black Panther and people. That was just when like, oh. most people were like like awe and then cheering. Yeah. You know, and then just so I happy. remember the moment everybody was like 
But you know, really, when gasping. everybody lost their shit, well, yeah, a third everyone time lost their was, shit when yeah. when Spider Man started swinging in and he landed, and everyone's like, "Yay!" Like, because now it's real. Because he's the death that you all remembered, right? I remember, like, you know, that's right. Yeah, Black Panther did die. He well, did die. That now, person. Died. I mean, I, I'm talking like Avengers Assemble. When he says oh that, like, that's oh. like, that's like, just Lauren. Oh my God, Lauren. Like, we we watched that action sequence today, and Lauren's just like, it took us like. It took us from 2008 to, to 2019 to get, you know, that Avengers assemble line. And I was like, and just think about it. They're starting a whole new phase with a whole new batch of Avengers and stuff. It's probably going to be another 11 years before we hear Avengers assembled uttered again in an MCU film. <laughs> but it was so perfect. So satisfying. So satisfying. And can you, ma- like, can you imagine if they fucked that up? Like, <laughs> and they didn't, you know, and, and like the whole thing worked so perfectly and you know it and we know how hard it is to make movies you know could you imagine if the russos were fired and we were getting a three and a half hour cut of the uh of the russo cut like right now like (laughs) disney fired them because they're like three and a half hours we didn't did uh the get out of here we didn't have to do civil war and endgame (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) god what in an alternate universe that all may be true (laughs) jesus christ uh anyway uh jr number two this is gonna i remember i remember the first time i saw this movie and just the absolute amount of shock on my face yeah so i was i was an i wasn't under i i don't think i was underage at the time no no, we definitely were this movie came out in 1997 so we were okay so i not i i was underage and i went to the movies which i did for uh, many many years uh little date nights with my grandmother or afternoons he was the worst person to go to the movie with because she brings her own snacks and she's loud as fuck <laughs> and talks and shit and you know but me it's adorable. You know, but adorable i love that you went no, to the no, movie no, Dave, you know me i like utter silence and like no talking <laughs> yeah just put her on your deaf side though <laughs> oh well that's why I, I quickly learned to do that yes yes i know um, so um, I remember seeing this in a drive-in movie theater. It, it, we, I watched this with Mortal Kombat. Mm. Yeah, pretty awesome drive-in night. The movie we're talking about, which we've taken far too long to get to, is Saving Private Ryan. And the scene is Storming the Beaches of Normandy. I remember just seeing this moment in the theater. And I think prior to that, like I said, 1997, I was only about 11 years old at this point. Yeah. I, uh, Other than like horror movies, I don't think I ever saw a realistic action I, like this. I was going to say the same thing. I never saw anything like this ever at the yeah. time. And, and not even close to being as realistic as it was. And it just fucking fucked me up i mean it really I still did. remember the moment of the guy wandering around looking left 
looking right and then he's like oh there's my arm and i'm like yeah why is he so nonchalantly picking his arm up like why isn't he screaming and i was like oh shock you know like yeah. it's realistic like yeah. it's yeah, yeah. very fucking crazy and like i remember just watching this and just like so much blood watching the waves uh-huh. wash into shore with just blood, blood. stained and everything yep. like yep. that yep and just, just that whole just, sequence, but the, the the visual, the sound of the bullets flying everywhere, and Whizzing the sound by, effects yeah. of it hitting all the bodies and the and and the, the you know the padding and the armor, like there's certain sound to that. Um, yeah, sound along design with all the guts, like so yeah, good. it was it was bonkers, bonkers, and it's so well shot. The, cine- the cinematographer did a phenomenal job. Um, but you know, I know for me vividly, it was the knife. There's the slow knife in the chest. Up in the in the tower, kill, right. um, that which comes back later on in the movie. Payback killed me. I, I mean, that yeah. was the most uncomfortable thing I think I've ever. You know, I mean, I know that we're talking about the opening scene. We're talking about the big opening scene. I, I, right? know, but I know, which is so about. good and so powerful. But I, I that was always the, one of the more overly traumatizing ones because it was so intimate. And it was oh, so yeah. it took its time. You know, this well, all there's so much be, action going on in the beginning where. You're, you're able to like, you know, move on with it. You know, it doesn't traumatize you as much as like that knife scene did. You know, for sure. But it, all killing should be intimate. Goal. Otherwise, it becomes too easy. So <laughs> right, 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 right. Uh, but no, I I remember watching this and just like I was I was gobsmacked. I I think I think a lot of people listening have seen Saving Private yes, Ryan. Of course, so. and if you haven't, my God, yeah, you're I not mean, a movie just fan. just watching this scene alone. It's, Please, it, it's kind of like stepping into like history and watching history. I remember in my history class in high school, we watched. Um, we didn't watch the whole movie, but we did watch this opening scene when we talked yeah. about, you know, the United States entering World War II and, and how we entered it in such a bloody affair. So, sure. All right, Jay, uh, before we get into our number one, which you're going to rattle off for everybody, I got some honorable mentions. So first honorable mention, this is one that Jay said just had to be on the list. And I didn't disagree with him because it's Inception, Inverted Hallway Fight. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on. What else could we say? It's it's action done in a completely different way, in the only way that Christopher Nolan could give it to us. Still like the action in Tenet. Like the action here a whole lot more. Backwards fighting, that's nothing. Definitely. Fighting upside down, that's something. <laughs> yeah, and, and and even watching how they made that scene, you know, and, and the whole sequence of it all was, was really... Uh, really cool really unique very tangible you know it's not cgi'd um you know joseph gorvin levette and the other stunt guy did a great job you know with the choreography and you know really cool really fun and then uh, another honorable mention i i know this is one that if we didn't put on here some people might might feel some sort of way so the matrix rescuing morpheus so this is that moment mm-hmm. where Neo and Trinity, you know, that that's the black trench coat. That's the that that that's opening up to reveal the two machine guns. That's that's taking all the people on. That's the slow mo bullets. That's the it, it's it's all the iconic things that that made the action in the Matrix so groundbreaking. So uh, you have to put it on here because of the groundbreaking nature of the action that was in the matrix coming up again we got uh the only star wars one on the list um the reason that that for honorable mention that star wars is on here is because i i see star wars like the lightsaber fights there's so much drama 
in them, especially in the original trilogy, that you're not really focused on the action as much as you're focused on on the struggle between the two characters. But I think no, no other one has better action and, and more of a personal struggle for both of the characters than when, uh, in revenge of the Sith, when Anakin and Obi-Wan face off on Mustafar, because yeah. it's the, it's the thing we all waited for in those prequels. And I, and I can hear people already saying, but like, what about Qui-Gon and Maul and, and fighting there? The emotional resonance wasn't there to elevate that action scene, you know, looking back on it, sure, maybe now, but when you watch it originally, not so much. It's just really fast lightsaber movings. It's awesome. It's got a great score. Um, but I still think the the lightsaber fight in Revenge of the Sith, Anakin versus Obi-Wan, is a lot better for that emotional uplift that you get because it's brother versus brother, father versus son. And, we, of course, we get Obi-Wan's beautiful soliloquy at the end. Yes, sir. And then uh, moving on, Jay, we got Captain America, Winter Soldier, Cap versus Winter Soldier. This is that moment right after the highway when uh, the Winter Soldier comes marching right up the cap and he pulls that knife out. And it, it's it's a very brief moment where they're just like hitting each other back and forth. And Winter Soldier pulls that knife out and he goes to stab Cap. Cap blocks it. Winter Soldier drops the knife, catches it, flips it around, and goes to stab Cap like right in the gut. And it all happens so quickly. It's just so sexy looking. Dude, we we love that fucking sequence. And so does yeah. everybody else because it's so fucking badass. The Russo it brothers is. did such a great job shooting that. It's so cool. <laughs> it's just so cool. And it's so quick. Like it's one of those like great burn spots if it was an old v- like VHS. For sure. You know, like where you rewind 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 replay oh rewatch 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 you know like it's it, such it a little been thing one of those like, things just dropping that knife and, and just just the way that whole fight plans out because you know so cool. it, the way you, the way you think about it is yeah winter soldier i guess he's kind of like a tough guy but by the time he gets the cap like cap's gonna mop the floor with him right and like it nope <laughs> nope pretty evenly matched that's 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 pretty tough and even bucky gives him a good a good fucking show uh at the end of that movie too so uh jay we got another one here wonder woman no man's land Oh, yeah, sure. I think, you know, doesn't say enough about it, but uh, absolutely love that sequence in the movie. You know, her 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 taking on the entire German front line and and, and it's the pinnacle moment of that movie. Uh, and then finally, Jay, the final honorable mention I have on here is X-Men 2 Assault on X-Mansion. So I completely forgot about this scene. I actually had something else on our honorable mention list. This is really I, sick. This is awesome. This is awesome. Yeah, I put this on here because I was just like, man, how do I have an action thing? And I don't have like Wolverine on this at all. And I was like, what's the best Wolverine action sequence? And it's got to be when Stryker comes to the X Mansion to take all the kids. And Wolverine has this great moment where he hears them, he smells them. He's drinking that beer out of the fridge and the guy comes walking in and he pops his claws. You picked the wrong house, bub. And he stabs the dude in the chest, flips him over his head and goes tearing off down the hallway. And like he he like takes 
all these soldiers out. Uh, there's one moment where a dude is is walking and he he is crawling on the ground. He stabs the dude in the fucking foot and then stabs him right through the throat to keep him shut up. And then, of course, the moment where Stryker is in 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 the hallway, like in the vestibule, and you just hear Wolverine just go Rah! and he goes flying off of the balcony pops his claws out, stabs two soldiers, does a flip and flips them over his back. Uh, I, I, it's, it's probably the, the best display of what Wolverine is capable of in the X-Men. And it's fucking phenomenal. I concur. <laughs> All right, Jay. Uh, we're here, man. We're at number one. What is the number one action sequence of all time? And I, I, I'll defend this to the day I die. Steven Spielberg's Indiana Jones, The Balder Chase. That's right. Raiders of the Lost Ark starts off with Indiana going after some sort of fertility idol. You know, we, we, we get the great moment where he's stroking his beard. He's testing the weight of the idol. He's testing the weight of the sand. All right, here we go. <laughs> the whole podium goes down and the boulder starts rolling and he has to run out of the temple and you know avoid getting crushed by this boulder. I don't think there's a more iconic action sequence um that that i can think of like really i'm sure there's i'm sure there are but in my mind this is the most iconic like moment indiana jones no, running from the boulder how it many is. times have we seen it spoofed how many times have we seen it paid homage to uh you know how many times has ha- have like we like reenacted it as kids and stuff like that it's 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 i think it's the most memorable thing in the Indiana Jones franchise, but it's also just like memorable action sequence. The boulder chase, just him running from a massive boulder. <laughs> it is, man. I mean, it, it always has been. You know, it'll always be this the iconic If this scene. was an AFI list, like, you know, this would be, if this was an AFI list, you know that this would be like... Uh, on like their sizzle reel of like what movies are still to come on their list. And we would see like Indiana Jones running from the boulder. Like it's, it's that good. It's that good that I, I think it's just obviously one of the best action sequences. Um, all of Indiana Jones is fantastic action. I couldn't fit anything else. Indiana Jones on the list. Cause so many of it actually involves vehicles, whether it's a, whether it's a mine car, whether it's uh, him duking it out with a giant Nazi soldier around a plane. You're not wrong. There's yeah. usually cars around. Like, yeah. you know, I mean, I, if I had to put an honorable mention Indiana Jones part, it would also still be from Raiders of the Lost Ark. And it's the moment that the sword guy is there in the market and he's flipping the sword around. <laughs> and you think like, man, Indy's got to do battle with this great swordsman. And he reaches in his, <laughs> in his holster, pulls out a gun and shoots the guy <laughs> and walks away. Also great. Oh, it's so good. Uh, which uh, I was reading like this week that like that is something that Harrison Ford uh, ad libbed almost. Like he he convinced Steven Spielberg to let that be the take because at the time he was incredibly sick with dysentery and he did not want to shoot an action scene. So he's like, Indiana Jones has a gun. Why would he even engage this guy? 
Why wouldn't he just pull his gun out and shoot him? So they did a take like that, and that's what Harrison did. And Steven Spielberg was like, "That that's it. That works. That's perfect. Cut. Print. Let's, yeah. Let's move on to the a little spontaneity, scene. <laughs> but also a little fun, little humor gag to it. You know. But yeah, I, I just think I just think the Boulder is just so iconic that no, it is. Uh, it is. It has it to is. be number one. So that's going to do it for our list and for this week's episode. If we said anything during this episode that you would like to comment on, reach out to us on the social medias. You can reach me on Twitter at SuperMoviePod. I am on Twitter, J underscore SMB, Instagram, SuperMoviePros, and on Facebook, SuperMoviePros Podcast. And then, of course, I am also on Instagram. You can check me out at SMB Dave on there. We are part of a network. We are part of the Age of Radio Podcasting Network. So if you want to listen to all the other shows that are part of the Age of Radio Podcasting Network or check out the Super Movie Brothers page over there where you can listen to every episode of Super Movie Bros that's available, head over to ageofradio.org. And, of course, we do have a Patreon, all of our pre-roll content. Content, some exclusive top fives and other uh, material that me and Jay record winds up going to our patrons on a monthly basis. You can head over to patreon.com slash podcast there for just $1 a month. You can get all the additional content. I want to thank all of you for listening. Have a great one. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.